do the jingle, jingle, jingle to and start. Then, okay. Yeah, and then we'll start playing. Okay, okay so then okay. we just go. I'll come Ready? in after one bar. Welcome to a very, very, very special episode of AT Banter. Banter, banter. Oh man, you know that's funny. We we uh, we're playing that that live version of Ryan's Christmas song at the at the top of this. <laughs> really brings back the memories. That was our first. That was our very first Christmas podcast episode. Aww. And it was four years ago. I know. Do you believe that? No. <laughs> right off the top, let's just say we're you. sorry. 
<laughs> so there's probably a segment of our audience that are going, hey, what's going on? I thought this was supposed to be a live show. And there's probably another smaller segment of our audience going, hey, this is- I'm glad this is not a live show. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's the larger part, portion. <laughs> Now, a smaller portion would be going, hey, this doesn't sound anything like last Thursday. What's going on with this? So we should explain. Um, we did a live show, our live. We, we, the, the intent was we were going to do a live Christmas show in front of a live audience on Zoom. And we did. We, uh, we took over the, uh, the anti-gloom Zoom room. Um, that's usually reserved on Thursday nights for the Canadian Assistive Technology uh, Virtual Pub Night. And uh, we had a good group in there and we had a great time and we, there was some drinking and there was revelry and it was great. Unfortunately, uh, we also had some technical snafus and as it turns out, the recording did not turn out. That Boo! Yes. Boo! Yeah, we need a new engineer. <laughs> Wait, you you are the you. <laughs> That's I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I'll put it, put the want ad up on Craigslist. Yep. Uh, in January. No. Um, so we decided that we would reconvene this week and we would record a little something for everybody because we can't let a year go by with not doing a Christmas episode because. I mean, that's just another 2020 stick in the knife and twisting <laughs> one last time before it, before it exits. It's got nothing to do with 2020. It's our curse of the live show. Uh, I don't know. Actually, the, you know what? Looking back at it, actually, I thought it turned out really well. Uh, I thought it went, it was not as chaotic as I was afraid of. I thought everyone was well behaved. Uh, I thought it was a good time. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be afraid to do it again. So Excellent. Yeah, so I'm sure we will do it again uh, in the future. I was going back and listening to some of the shows from this year, and, uh, you know, it's so frustrating, this, the whole, you know, having to record in Zoom, because Zoom is so, it's Zoom just, I mean, it's great for meetings, it just, it sucks for what we're trying to, to do with it. And, man, it took us a long time to figure out the sound, uh, and we're still not there. Well, and I've done a lot of looking at Zoom settings and researching online, and there are things you can do to optimize the audio in Zoom, but we still have the dropouts, and we can't kind of over-talk each other, so it makes it really difficult to carry on a, a regular conversation. Yeah, it does, and so that's why, you know, we are actually, and this is sort of inside baseball, I'm, I'm sure that most of our, our listeners don't really care, but we are looking at some some options for the new year that uh, is going to, you know, get away from Zoom and sort of dramatically improve the sound. So, you know, one more reason to just stick with us. 2020 sucked. 2021 is going to be way better. 2020 wasn't bad. I wrote two songs this year. It was a good year. 2020 hasn't been all bad. No. no. Hmm. 2020 has been a dumpster fire inside a nuclear accident. <laughs> and you know this how. <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> you, ain't get, you ain't getting any grief from me on that statement. Uh -huh. well, it was, anyways, anyways, we're not here to complain. We are here to celebrate the holidays AT, AT banter style. So tell me, what are you guys? What are you guys up to for Christmas? How is how has Christmas really changed in your guys' households this year? 
we're used to, you know, having two dozen, two dozen around the uh, dinner table. Um, uh, not necessarily all family, sometimes waifs and strays, people who can't make it home, people who are, uh, you know, um, here um, and live in Australia or New Zealand uh, who are here playing rugby. So they're always invited because my brother-in-law is the president president of the rugby club here in, in uh, North Van. Um, so it's nothing for us to have two dozen, uh, you know, a couple of turkeys, a couple of hams, um, all the all the normal um, Christmas dinner stuff. Uh, this year, we're going to be four. We're going to be my wife and I and my daughter and her husband um, who are in our bubble anyway. Um, my daughter from Victoria is not even going to come home this year. Um, so we're going to be very small and very insulated from, from what we're used to. Yeah, I'll bet. Uh, when, when's the last time you ever did a Christmas of four? I, I don't know that I've done one since Susan and I have been married. So that's 30 years or more. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Now, you usually do a big, pretty big gathering as well. Yeah, the big one for us is generally Christmas Eve. And we're sort of like Rick, you know, waifs and strays and neighbors and, you know, whoever happens to be around. Um, you know, jeez, uh, it was just what? Two years ago, I think we had a couple of German girls that I ran into in Tofino and got to know they were just here temporarily, but we had them over for Christmas. Um, you know, our neighbors, uh, we usually have at least a, a pair of them. Um, you know, any anyone who's at loose ends uh, who wants to come out, and plus, you know, Jackie's family, my family. Um, so this year we're just down to... Uh, uh, Jackie's mom and her brother, uh, and uh, Mike's girlfriend and and Abby's boyfriend, and that's it. That's it. That's the whole the whole lot. We can't get my mom out of the uh, home on the North Shore. They are actively discouraging their residents from leaving to, to oh, go out. Down. Um, and as it is, my uh, my mother in law is going to have to go into a two week quarantine when she goes back to to her place. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's a weird year. So we weird year, but it's only one year. And yep. that's how I'm approaching it. You know, it's not the end of the world yet. Well, here's the thing. It's the year that's going to make us appreciate all the ones to follow. Hey, there you go. That's a great attitude. Now, Ryan, they usually, usually you go away, don't you? Don't usually you go back to Alberta? Not for Christmas, no. We usually go to my sister-in-law's in Langley and spend Christmas Eve with their family and right. um, their kids' kids and... Um, then just spend the day, Christmas day over there, opening presents, and eating, and just having merriment. And then usually I think Linda, my wife, would have an open house on Boxing Day, so we'd invite the neighbors and friends over. But none of that is happening. We are doing everything um, over Facebook Messenger. So Christmas Eve, we are doing a, a virtual gathering where we're going to do two hours of like trivia and music and just some regular banter. And then... Uh, Christmas Day, exactly. And then Christmas Day, we're just going to do it again, but virtually open presents with each other. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that a lot of stuff's going virtual. I mean, I'm pretty much doing the same thing. You know, everything's going to be pretty much virtual, you know, in person. I got me and the cat. <laughs> uh, that's it. Well, you don't have to cook a turkey for you and the cat. 
Yeah, that's true. Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, and I, I feel like that's a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people are going through this where they're just like, well, they're making plans. They're maybe scaling it down, but they're not exactly following the guidelines. Like there's, there's some, there's some gray in there. And I feel like a lot of people are kind of in that boat. And, you know, I'm, I find myself in that boat too. Cause like I said, I've been, I've been invited over to a couple Christmas related events that, would be considered out i would be considered outside of somebody's bubble and then you know i i feel funny about about taking them up on that so i'm probably just gonna i think just stick at home and just yeah be safe like i said it's one christmas out of how many christmases that it has to be a little bit weird and to be honest like i'm having i'm actually enjoying myself more this christmas because a i'm not inundated with crappy christmas carols (laughs) And Christmas music. Mall every, crowds. Mall crowds, exactly. Like, it's all, you know, everything that I've shopped for, it's all been online. And, yeah, it's just, it's it's very relaxing this year, I think. <laughs> so, but I know, I understand it's, 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 a, it's, a hard, it's a hard year for a lot of people. But, like I said, you just got to take it and, you know, it is what it is for this year. And next year, by this time next year, this will hopefully all be a memory unless that mutated virus in the uk is crappy but you had to go there (laughs) i was watching the news about it today i'm concerned what's the general feel of i think it's going to be really low-key oh yeah yeah for sure you know we're gonna we're gonna sit around we're gonna eat drink and play games and that's that's pretty much christmas that's pretty much it watch a few movies do you find that that the normal like excitement about Christmas is is muted this year? I, I think, um, yes, I, I would agree with that statement, but I think your um, saying that as a bad thing, maybe, um, because from what I'm hearing from people is their this has been a real eye opener for them, um, for them to look internally rather than externally. What can I get? What can I do? What can I do this? Can I do that? Instead it's, Oh, I'm thankful. I don't have, or I'm thankful for you reaching out, or I'm thankful for my bottle of gin, or, you know, I, I think it's, I think it has caused people to internalize, what they are thankful for. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. I mean, at least I, I would hope so. I think that that you know a global crisis like this has really, I think, given a lot of people some perspective. And I think that yeah, I, I would hope that people instead of you know lamenting about what Christmas isn't this year is is to, yeah exactly do that. You know, be grateful for what you do have and what you're able you are able to do because a lot of people aren't are you know, are worse off than, than you. So, yeah, I think that that's an important perspective to, to keep, but I know that like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, Christmas is a huge deal to a lot of people. So is it a huge deal commercially to people or is it a huge deal because they know how to enjoy it with family and stuff? Yeah, I think that it's a, I mean, I think that there's a lot of people that really dial into the whole, the vibe, the Christmas vibe, like they just love, they love the decorating, they love the lights, they love, 
you know, that, that atmosphere that, right. That you get. And I think that, and I feel like that's still something that a lot of people can still enjoy. I mean, there's the, you know, you look, I can look down my street and I can see, you know, tons of Christmas decorations. So, you know, I don't think that part of it has, has really been a, has really been impacted for people, but yeah, it's just been a little more subdued. Well, I think, yeah, it, exactly. I, just, I think it has impacted people though, because I, you know, I know with us, we put up Christmas decorations in the house and Christmas lights outside, but it was almost like a feeling of being forced to do so this year, just to add some light and, and brightness to the year that we've just gone through. You know, we haven't been going to the malls and and feeling the excitement of, of kids and the Christmas carols and the stores all decorated. This year, it feels a little bit more forced in, in having to make Christmas what it can be instead of what it used to be. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I, could, I can kind of see that. Um, you know, I know that for me, I was kind of faced with one of two directions, early on where I was just like, well, do I like pull out the decorations and decorate the place and kind of be like, you know, I'm going to make the best of, you know, best of it. Or do I go the other direction? It's just like, you know, the, the less I can down or the more that I can downplay Christmas because I'm not really having much of a Christmas this year, maybe that's the way to go. And so, you know, and maybe a lot of people are, you know, sort of going that direction. It's just like, you know, if I don't make a big deal out of it and then we don't decorate, we can just kind of pretend it's just another week. Yeah, well, you could go the other route, too. You could go like my nephew in Ireland and start posting crap on Instagram, like ignore the government, have your Christmas celebrations, mix households, hug, hug your loved ones. They do not have the right or the authority to destroy human intimacy. No official should ever enjoy such dominion over our lives. So carry on. Merry Christmas. Oh, my God. Wow. I, I literally want to hop a flight, go through quarantine, and go to his house <laughs> just so I can smack him upside the head. Wait, jeez. Huh. Well, it's, I, I was, yeah, I was just going to say it's like some of these worship services that are continuing on despite orders. You know, it's. Don't get me started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. out in the valley. Yeah, uh, over yeah. the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And another $8,700 in fines to three churches. And strangely, for some reason, the same area is just rife with COVID. Yeah, strange, huh. ain't it? Wow. Um, all right. Well, you know what? Let's move on from Christmas. Let's talk a little bit about the year that's been, because that's always fun. The year that was. Well, you know what's funny? I was. Uh, I'm looking back at the at the year the year that was for the show. And it's it's interesting looking at the very the first couple of January episodes because it's just like oh my gosh we were still doing it in the guitar dungeon like this is <laughs> yeah wait we weren't talking about uh, you know we had uh, we were looking at N N um, NVDA we did a show on that we did a show with the two blind brothers remember yep. that you still have the shirt bamboo shirt yeah well, you should have it for the next thirty years <laughs> those things are so well made. Um, you know, we, uh, yeah, look at this. We had a ranch show that didn't mention COVID at all. We, were complaining. <laughs> we weren't allowed. Yeah, we weren't. Well, we were complaining about Vancouver taxi companies and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what has been this year in nine, uh, 2020, sorry, what has been the favorite podcast? Oh, mm. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, let me see. Let me take a look. Okay. 
one that I've I've pulled more. Um, I don't know if respect is the right word. Inspiration, I guess, out of was Stumpy's Kitchen. Oh. Stump Kitchen. Stump Kitchen. Yes. Oh, did we have? Wait, was that this year? Oh man, I'm, I'm losing it. I think you're right. Yeah, she came back. Man. Yeah, because I I didn't hear her the first time, but I did listen to it the second time. Yeah, that's right. I didn't realize that was this year. Yeah, we got to check in regularly with her. She's a she's a mover and a shaker. She is. Yeah, she's been on a couple more uh, com competitions in the last while. Yep. Oh, had, had a baby. Yeah, yeah had a baby. Mm -hmm. Baby. Well, yep. yeah. Obviously, she's moving and shaking the right parts. Nope. Yeah. Oh well. Well, look at that. Uh, let's see. Favorite favorite episode. That's a really hard one. And especially, I got to be um, I got to be impartial because I did, <laughs> did the Limitless Youth on a podcast. That was pretty fun. Um, uh, you know, we talked a lot about audio description this year that I thought was really sort of impactful. And I really feel like this year it is really starting to get some traction. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it was interesting talking to Roy Samuelson. And just kind of, you know, the experience he goes through as, as a voice actor for, you know, TV, commercials, movies, whatever. And, of course, seeing some of the behind-the-scenes discussions we've had with Diane from Descriptive Video Works. Yeah. You know, we, we see more and more of this happening. But more and more companies, especially due to COVID this year, are looking at getting things described for their board meetings, for their webinars, closed captioning, transcriptions. You know, it's yeah. really been kind of bringing accessibility and accessible formats to the forefront due to this pandemic. So, you know, I'm excited about where that's going to go. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think that that's, you know, I think that this year I, I really felt like I noticed a, a difference in the amount of people that were talking about audio description, you know, as opposed to prior years. So I really feel like it was a big year for them. Another in interesting couple of episodes were the ones where we had the guys the Envision AI mm -hmm. and Vision Glasses in particular. Um, we had them on a couple episodes and uh, I feel like that's a product to really keep your eye on. Um, have you guys heard any sort of feedback on anything? Because I know they launched fairly recently, but have you guys... Steve's got hey. a pair. They just arrived today. <laughs> I have not even had a chance to play with them yet. <laughs> I'm still charging them up, but these are the Envision AI glasses. Yeah, they're super light, kind of cool looking. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, no doubt. Um, what about you, Steve? What, what's your? You got a favorite episode of this year? I was, I was going back through the list of them, and there's, there's two that stand out for me because they, they have nothing at all to do with, with uh, assistive technology. Uh, there was the, uh, the good news episode. Where we where we just focused on good news and, and I, I really enjoyed that episode. It was a nice change in the midst of you know everything that was going on, and we also did a uh, just a straight up jokes episode. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that, and we got a lot of good reception off off those too. People really enjoyed those. Yeah, yeah some something we should repeat. We should put it in as uh, you know an annual uh, another annual event. Okay, well maybe we'll just maybe we'll figure out the date that we did that, and then we'll, we'll just that day. That day will be, that week will be the joke week. Yeah. Um, no, that's interesting that you say that, you know, because I was sort of going back through the, the list as well and looking at all those 
like but the, all basically all of march we were just like we have no idea what we what what we're doing like because uh, really it was hard to talk about any any news other than covid it was that was the only thing on that people were talking about and that's you know we had all the conferences csun was canceled and and you know everybody was sort of reacting to to, to the new restrictions and uh no csun happened it was just dead that's right that's right I, I i was supposed to be there and i got sick just before um before that uh, possibly with covid i don't know but uh, but I got I got sick just before because I was remember I was flying all the time before that right like I was out to uh, Alberta um, just before I was supposed to head down to California and uh, I could have picked something up on a plane I could have picked something up in the airport I, you know you just don't know yeah well you know I know they they've said that you know it could very well be that COVID has been here for a lot longer than we yeah think it has been so it's quite possible. Yeah. Oh, hey, there's there's another episode we did. The uh, we did the rant show. Yeah, yeah. Episode one eighty four, the rant show, where Ryan goes off on Vancouver taxis. <laughs> and there's there's one of the good news stories of the years. We finally got Uber. Yay! They deserve a Yay. cowbell. Yeah. And I yeah. guess we should do a shout out to Unstoppable Tracy for helping bring Uber to Canada. That's right. That's right. We little did we know then. That's Big right. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I know it's quaint to go back and think about the things that we were complaining about post-COVID <laughs> or pre-COVID rather. Uh, yeah, taxis were our biggest problem. <laughs> yeah, that's scary, isn't it? Yeah, it puts it all in perspective. Okay, well let's uh, let's switch from looking back and let's let's look forward. So I'm going to ask the uh, the two, well, the three assistive technology guys here. Um, World peace. That's what I want going forward. Well, what do you what do you think? What's the, is there an industry trend that you can sort of point to? Is there are there any sort of big releases that are supposed to be out this year in terms of uh, any technology? Um, well, I mean, we're we're supposed to see a few new products hit the hit the shelves here in short order. Um, the Orbit Forty should be available in January, I'm told. Uh, which will be the first 40 cell low cost braille display on the market. Uh, and when I say low cost, I mean like about half of what you would pay typically for a 40 cell braille display. Right. Not, not that, you know, 1800 and what is it? 1890 bucks, I think is, is, it's not cheap, but it's a hell of a lot cheaper than a lot of the other alternatives. Right. Um, we've got humanware releasing the new Brilliant 40. Uh, and uh, up until the end of the year, people still have a chance to get in on the 5440 um, uh, uh, sale. Uh, if you buy uh, the Brilliant 40 now, you get a Brilliant 14 with it. Um, I've had a couple of people take us up on that that offer. Uh, what else is coming down the pipe? Uh, I don't I don't know of a lot of other products that are coming down the pipe, and I think probably. Um, you know, it's, it's probably COVID related because how do you do product development when your entire product development team is working from home? Yeah, well, absolutely. And I mean, not only that, I mean, I'm sure that there are supply line issues as well, right? So, oh, yeah, been. huge. Yeah. Every, every supplier's had trouble that way. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of not surprising. I suspect that, you know, the, the next year it's going to take before you really start to see any movement on, in terms of... Uh, I think a lot of manufacturers have just broke this off yeah you know like the kids yeah. between between high school and university just you know whatever you've got shelve it pull it out and dust it off 
next yeah. year and, and see what we got because there's just so many changes and so many unknowns and variables and everything else about getting bits and pieces and being able to do research and development that we just need to not be, you know, putting boatloads of money into something we're not going to be able to do anything with. You know, while we're talking really general and while we're, we actually are talking about assistive technology, um, what's the what's your feeling in terms of the shift from, say, hardware and developing new and, and sexier and better hardware as opposed to putting there, there seems to be a lot of emphasis on things like apps instead. Do you feel that there, there's sort of a movement in, in where they're, they're sort of putting a lot of the R and D dollars these days? Well, I know some of the people that I've spoken to, you know, kind of use a bit of both, you know, they like to have their smartphone as a phone when they need to make a call. But, you know, they're, let's say their Daisy player, their Victor Reader Stream, <clears throat> being a dedicated book player, does that really, really well. Has tactile buttons that you can press. You know, if you have any dexterity issues, using a phone might be difficult <clears throat> with a touch screen. Um, so when it comes to book reading anyway, a lot of them are using a bit of both. Um, the Victor Stream is still very, very popular. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, but I mean, really that, technology hasn't really changed in years no I mean, they make slightly they make new generations of those devices that you know have a few new bells and whistles in it but really it's you know a, a, a talking book player today is pretty much the same animal as something that was five years ago right it is you know again though <clears throat> if you're talking about apps you know, there's only so much battery life your phone is going to give you throughout a day. If you're podcasting, reading a book, using it for GPS, you know, doing email, whatever else, you're, some people aren't making it through a day now using their smartphones. I guess my point is like, that's where it seems to me that that's where the innovation is these days is, is new app developers that are building apps that can do things like... Like say, you know, the Envision AI guys, I think are a good example of that, right? Like that's, that's you know, and that's a sort of a, a mix of, of new hardware and and their app, right? Um, but it seems to me like the, 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 the hardware side of this, there's there ha really hasn't been a leap forward for a while. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. You know, the the... The technology that I think we're all waiting for is a revolution in battery technology. Yeah. Um, you know, it, once 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 we have a good step forward in battery technology, we'll be able to use things like you know higher power processors and and uh, you know have longer battery lives on on portable electronics. Um, the the world is screaming out for improvements in battery technology. Yeah. And it's it's just not there yet. Yeah, that, that actually makes sense. And, you know, you, you holding up the, the Envision glasses, like that's probably the sexiest new device, AT device that I've seen in years. And so that's, that's pretty exciting. But you're right. It, it is limited by, well, your, the weight and the battery life. And yeah, so, yeah I, could, I could see as those two things are really sort of holding, holding us back in terms of really developing something that's going to really leap us forward the way that smartphones did in at you know whatever 2007 nuclear powered smartphones fusion fusion phones <laughs> yeah i guess the answer to that then is that who the hell knows what 2021 is going to bring but uh can't be worse 
No, 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 no. Don't, don't you say that. That's a challenge. <laughs> be more That's of a state. And as I've, as I've said to a number of people now, this year we're going to source the year from somebody that has a 30-day return policy. Yeah. <laughs> because, because you look at January 8th last year, Iranian airliner shot down fresh into the new year. Boom. A whole bunch of people dead. You know, if that happens this year, I'm, I'm returning the year. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm sending it back. Well, you know what I heard too is that, and I didn't buy it from Amazon. They have a 30 day money back policy. Yeah, boom. Uh, and pay, pay for it with uh, PayPal. <laughs> uh, okay, boys. What else? Anybody got any closing, hurting <clears throat> thoughts, ideas? Okay, well, I just want to take a, a minute to uh, tell you guys, you three specifically, how much I appreciate you. I know where I would be without you, and it's not a good place. Um, so for everything you bring to the table and for all your tomfoolery and, and joking aside, there's nobody more important other than my wife in my life except you guys, and I appreciate that. Oh, we love you, buddy. Oh. Yeah, and, and I can echo that sentiment, guys. You know, when, when Aroga went down, it was the worst point of my life. It was, it was horrible. It was stress-filled. I was depressed. I was really, really um, in, a, in a dark place. And uh, you, you guys and my family got me through that and uh, got me back on my feet again. And you stuck with me even when you weren't getting paid to stick with me. Um, you know, I, I I will always owe you guys a debt of gratitude as well. Well, like same goes to you. You know, you believed enough in us to bring us back and work with you and the new company. And you know, gratefully, you know, to our audience and to our our clients, who you know, we've also said many of them are our friends as well. You know, with the relationships that you had have cultivated and Rick has cultivated over the 20, 30 years at Aroga, um, you know, people came back and we were able to make another company continue on. So thank you to you. Yeah, I mean, I would say the same thing. You guys have been my work family slash family family for many years. We've we've all been together. So well, let's take half a minute here and do some math. Um, I started in January of 94. So with January of 2020 being around the corner, I'm looking at 26 years. So, Steve, that's got to put you somewhere in the 30-year mark. Yeah, I was 30 this November. Wow. So there's 56. Rob? Oh, uh, 2002. So what is 18 years? 56, 66, 74. Ryan? 20 for me. 94 years. Wow. 94 years of experience just between the four idiots here. Jesus. Yeah, really? Yeah, you'd think we would have learned something. You'd think. Well, I think we should also extend all of that goodwill and warm, fuzzy feelings out to our audience who have stuck with us for almost five years of this nonsense. So, you know, we appreciate everybody sticking with us. And even through the times where we had no idea what the hell we were doing. Yep. We couldn't do it without an audience. And we got an awesome audience. Yeah, I, I think I was going to echo that same sentiment as, I mean... Uh, with us being so tight and and with us leaning heavily on our families when times got rough and, and whatnot, um, there's still something, and, and it's not a small something either, 
um, that really, um, without our clients and without our friendships and without our, uh, you know, um, relationships over the years, uh, we'd be sunk. Yeah. We'd be sunk without them. So, um, to those people who stuck with us through thick and thin, we, 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 I, a lot of us really, really appreciate you. All of us. Yeah. And as well, we have to thank all the guests that have been kind enough to donate their time to talk to us idiots. Yeah. Um, you know, and they range from, yeah, just all over the, all over the map. Um, all kinds of, of different people doing different stuff. Um, I, you know, it's always a treat getting Ryan's email invites. <laughs> on going, Who are we talking to this month? Well, so I have to say well done to Ryan, our scheduler and our guest wrangler too. He, you do an amazing job every week. Absolutely. I try. So thank you. Thank you to those who have accepted the invites and, when we have a <clears throat> conflict of times or days, being able to be flexible and adjust accordingly, you know, it really means a lot to us. Yep. So we appreciate all of you. Um, are we done with the warm and fuzzies? Done with the warm and fuzzies. Time for us to go. Well, for the last time this year, hey, Ryan. Rob. Where can people find us? They can find us online at www.atbanter.com. They can also email us, if they so desire, uh, cowbell at atbanter.com. And rumor has it that we are on Instagram and Twitter, although since Rob has gone over to his new job, those have been pretty <laughs> quiet. <laughs> and uh, we're also on uh, Facebook as well, which I never look at, so I have no idea what's going on there. <laughs> I'd also like to thank everybody who showed up for our live episode followed by pub night, because we had a good time at that live episode and people said some really super nice things uh, to us and about us. And uh, it was very, very much appreciated. Uh, unfortunately, we can't post it because the recording was incomplete. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, everything that you guys said was taken very much to heart and uh, we will do a live show again sometime and hopefully not be cursed this time. Cause this is what our third or second or third cursed live podcast. I think it's our second. Yeah. You're right. It was, this is a second disaster one, but they're very, for very different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Halloween one was just because we all got <laughs> schnockered and well, that was the, that was the, that was, the <laughs> there was, there was no amount of editing that Rob could do. <laughs> Either alcohol or Zoom, the Zoom platform usually fuck us. <laughs> you could have just posted the intro That's and outro. Brian couldn't get his shoes on. All right. Well, then, once again, for the last time this year, that is going to about do it for us. Uh, big thanks to everybody who listens, all our guests, you guys, and we will see everybody next year. This podcast has been brought to you by Canadian Assistive Technology, providing low vision and blindness solutions across Canada. Find us online at www.canastech.com. That's C-A-N-A-S-S-T-E-C-H dot com. 
or call us toll-free at 1-844-795-8324. For all your assistive technology servicing needs, call Chaos Technical Services at 778-847-6840 or find them online at chaostechnicalservices.com. Take. 